welcome to the Creating Ripples podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Zahner. I believe in the power of sharing our experiences and knowledge with others, and when we do, we are creating ripples of impact around us. Each week, get ready for intimate personal shares, honest, relatable conversations, aha moments, and so much more. This space was designed to create empowerment, inspiration, community, and provide guidance to elevate those around us. I am so excited to have you here. Get ready and let's start creating ripples. Hello, welcome to the Creating Ripples podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Zahner. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Before we get started, I just want to remind you, if you are loving what I am creating here in this space, make sure you hit subscribe and follow so that you never miss an episode when it drops. And don't forget to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That way this podcast can continue to impact that many more lives, meaning that many more ripples are created. All right, so on today's episode, I'm going to be recapping our Women's Rising Month. So March, International Women's Day and International Women's History Month, I chose to send out that many more episodes so that you could really get to hear some of the incredible stories, life experiences that women are going through right now. I had the honor of sharing so many incredible stories with you, our listeners. We got to talk about motherhood. We got to talk about just personal life growth. Um, We shared in some grief stories and loss and talking about what that was like and moving through that. The stigma of divorce was brought up. Um, The stigma around trauma and you know, mental health and all these things that we as a culture for some reason feel like we can't talk about, but those are almost the topics that we need to be talking about. I felt so fortunate to be able to share the stories that we got to hear in this past month. I truly feel grateful to any guest that has been on this podcast, but what was really fun this last month was highlighting so many incredible women and their unique stories, their unique journeys, and how vulnerable and real everyone was. I think that's been one of my biggest learnings being a podcast host is getting to hold space for others and let them really guide the way, let them tell their story the way that they've lived it, experienced it, what they've learned. And then I get to learn so much from them as I hear what they've discovered about themselves and what they can achieve, what they've learned along the way. And then getting to hear how that's impacted you as a listener. So I sent out on social media asking what were some of your key takeaways this month? And it was really fun getting to hear. So I'm going to share with you what people wrote in. The importance of empowering others. If I'm not going to do it, who is? And I love that, right? If not me, who? If not now, when? What a way to challenge ourselves to go the extra mile, to take the leap, to move past the fear. Another listener wrote in, there are a lot of badass women out there creating lots of ripples. And I could not have said it better myself, right? There are so 
many incredibly badass warrior women as Emily Richter put it that are out there making an impact and I want you listening to think about how can you start to show up and create ripples of change ripples of impact out into the world I guarantee you you're already doing it in some way shape or form whenever we help another person whenever we share our story whenever we get a little bit more vulnerable I guarantee you at least one person is being impacted by the work that you are doing, by the way that you are showing up, by the way that you are supporting them, helping them, assisting them. You are creating ripples. Another listener said, you need to take care of yourself to be there for others. And that is so important, right? When we take care of ourselves, that's when we can show up at our best. That's when we are able to be the best friend, significant other, daughter, wife, however you are out into the world, however you've got your circles, you're showing up at your best. I've just really loved getting to hear all these different um, submissions that everybody shared in about the podcast. Another listener wrote that they've been inspired to navigate their relationship with alcohol from the different stories around recovery and recognizing that it's okay not to drink and that you can still be a super fun and super authentic and awesome person. Another listener said that they've loved just getting to hear the variety in stories and that that's helped them to see that no story is the same and we truly have so much power when we show up and when we share. Someone else just wanted to say that everyone that got on the Ripples podcast and was a guest was so inspirational and that they appreciated the vulnerability so, so much. Oh man, you all are wonderful. I'm very very appreciative of everything that you've shared. Another listener said they've loved every little bit of the different parts of motherhood that we talked about, right? We had Emily share about her personal experience through pregnancy after loss and Marissa opened up about navigating infertility and what that's been like for her and she was so real and honest in what she was going through and then we had Liz talking about how she showed up and shared really from start to finish what pregnancy was like for her and now as she navigates those early postpartum stages. And a lot of women wrote in how that impacted them and they were educated in so many different ways that they actually had not even heard some of those parts to the journey to becoming pregnant, to the journey of pregnancy and beyond. And that's something that's near... And dear to me as well because obviously I am a mom. I have a 13-month-old and I'm currently 10 weeks pregnant. And I was so alone in what I was going through until I heard other stories. Until I connected with other women that had been where I had been. And that's what I'm trying to do here is help others to see that it can feel really lonely sometimes in life. It can feel really isolating, but I guarantee you someone has been in a similar situation that you are in right now. And if you look around 
and you take a little bit of time, you're going to find that there are others out there that can share insight with you and help you to grow and help you to learn along the way. That is all of the listener submissions, which I so appreciate. As always, continue to send in what you are loving on this podcast. I'm going to go into my personal recap. So first off, I just want to thank all of you for showing up day in and day out and listening to all of these episodes. It was a really big month for the Creating Ripples podcast. I'm not going to lie. It was really challenging. Putting out three full episodes a week and a ripple reading was a lot, Um, especially being in my first month of pregnant or first trimester of pregnancy. It was a little crazy. Um, I learned a lot about myself, about this community and how you show up and you are here to listen and to learn and you love the variety of topics. And I think personally for me, what I've learned is probably the one episode with the ripple reading is what I'm going to stick to for a little bit further out. Um, But it is really fun getting to switch it up and being able to offer that much more to you, the listeners. So for me, what I walked away with this past month was truly the power that we have to rise up, but not alone to rise up together. Right? We are not alone in what we are going through. We're not alone in this life. We have people around us to support us, to love up on us. And I want you to lean on your people, to lean on your community. When we connected with Sheila in the beginning of this month, she talked about the power of sharing our stories. And I could not agree more. That was why I even created this podcast. I know I already mentioned it earlier on, but it's what this podcast was made to do is to share our stories and then share how we've grown, how we've learned, where we are today. That way we can learn from others. We can see others come out on the other side, but we also get to come together. We get to come together and rise up hand in hand. Sheila also talked about how we need to honor the fear. And I love thinking about it that way. Fear tends to creep up, but fear is something we create in our heads ourselves, right? Fear, it's a made up thing. It's us telling ourselves we can't do something or it's us telling ourselves, oh no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. But if we flip the narrative, we recognize the fear we honor it that it's there but we don't let it stop us from moving forward we don't let it stop us from continuing on sometimes fear pushes us down it holds us back from going out and creating the life that we want to create i know personally for me fear came up a lot in the creation of this podcast fear of will anybody listen fear of will i be able to find guests Fear of what if I launch and I'm not good at it, right? I, I, I created all of these ideas in my head that hadn't even happened. And it was until I honored that fear of like, okay, fear, I see you. 
But guess what? I'm going to move past you. I'm going to keep on going because I feel so strongly that this is what I meant to do, that I meant to put this podcast out into the world because it truly is going to change lives. It truly is going to create ripples. Then she talked a little bit about her self-care and how she started to recognize the importance of taking care of yourself. And I, I know we've talked about this before, but it is so true. When we take care of ourselves, it's when we are at our best. It's when we're at our best for ourselves and for all those in our circle. And then we had Christina and she shared her journey to sobriety. And it was just so beautiful getting to hear her talk about hitting one year sober. That is a huge, huge accomplishment and I am so proud of her for getting real and sharing that with so many people because it's going to impact so many lives. She's talked about the discovery she had within herself and recognizing the strength that she has and how much she's grown since becoming sober. She also shared with us the importance of speaking your truth. And I love that idea. It ties perfectly into sharing our story. When we speak our truth, what that means is we're not all about the Instagram highlight reel. Instead, we're all about sharing what we're feeling, what we're going through. We don't just show the happy side. We speak our truth. Now, I want to preface that with I understand things are private. And I don't think you need to share every piece of what you're going through but I too think there is power in speaking out about the truth about some of the personal pieces to you that make you who you are right if you're gonna speak out to others and you want to connect with others and you want them to really see all that you've done within yourselves it's important to show the truth and sometimes the truth is the hard, sticky parts of our lives. And then Ashley came on and she talked about creating joy in our lives. And I just love, love, love that. Right? How can you create joy in your life? How can you start to carve out time for yourself so that at the end of the day you feel joyful, you feel happy? I I think that is such an important thing. A lot of times we just kind of check the boxes in our lives. And I know for myself, I used to do that a lot. And then I started to see that there was more to life or I wanted more in my life. So how can you start to create joy? What's one thing you can do for yourself today that's going to make you feel a little bit more joyful? And the deep knowing. Jo talked about the deep knowing that she felt in her soul that it was time for her to move forward, that it was time for her to make a change. Now, if you've ever read the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle, she talks about this knowing. And I'm in a book club and we actually talked about this a lot because knowing, what what does that mean? And I, I, I personally think what a knowing means is It's something that just keeps coming up, right? There's these signs that keep popping up that 
something needs to change. Something needs to happen. And, you know, you see it pop up and then you're like, okay, I don't know. And you keep on moving along. Then it pops up again. You start to just feel it in your body that there's more for you. Sometimes it's scary. The deep knowing doesn't feel natural, doesn't feel like it's the right step always because that fear creeps up. And so it's about connecting with that knowing of, okay, this keeps showing up for me. And then also like honoring that, honoring that this is coming up and maybe it's time to act on it. Even if you don't know what's going to happen, there's a reason it keeps showing up in your soul and in your heart and in your mind. And then we touched on boundaries, which... If I'm going to be honest with everyone here, I personally struggle with boundaries. You know, the last year having to be at home helped with boundaries a lot easier, obviously, because we were saying no. We were staying at home and we weren't doing as many activities. And now as things have started to open back up, I'm still trying to navigate those waters of saying no. The book Quit Like a Woman, which... I could talk about this book all day. It's incredible. I love it. Being someone that got sober in AA, I think personally it's a really eye-opening book that there are other ways to get sober. And some people might agree with me and some people might, might not, and that's okay. But I personally think even if you're not considering sobriety, everyone should read this book. She talks about boundaries. She talks about your relationship with alcohol and looking beyond just the fact that you might have a DUI. It's just looking at how are you leaning on alcohol? How is that relationship showing up in your life? And we talked about boundaries in that book. And one of the my favorite things that I walked away with was the saying from Holly where she says, if you say no to someone else, you're saying yes to yourself. And I'm sure I've already talked about it on this podcast, but I challenge you, start to say no to others so you can say yes to yourself. I personally know I feel the pressure to always say yes when people want to hang out or people want to do something, but sometimes I say yes, but then I'm like, oh my God, why did I do that? I'm exhausted. I'm depleted. I just need a day of decompressing. And then I go and I feel more tired and I'm not even showing up as my best self. So I'm starting to learn to just say no and voice that of, hey, I'm not going to make it tonight. Going to take a little night to myself. But also recognizing I don't even have to say why. I can just say no and that's okay too. And then we had Emily Richter. And her story, I, I appreciate her so much for coming on, sharing her story of pregnancy after loss, of navigating the medical abortion that she had to have and really sharing what that experience was like. I know for me personally, it was eye-opening. It was an awakening and she brought a lot of awareness to the topic, which I'm so grateful to her for. She talked about how we as women are warriors. And I think that is such a powerful statement. Women are warriors. Don't get me wrong, men are great too. But this month we were talking about women rising. 
And when she said women are warriors, I was like, yes, we are. We are so strong and we are so wildly capable, right? So if you're a woman listening, I challenge you to feel that inner strength within yourself, to recognize that you are capable of anything that you put your mind to. That does not mean it's going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of work, but you can do it. All right. I know you can. If you've ever taken my class at Alchemy, you know I always say this, but yes, you can. All right. I like to think about um, the little engine that could, you know, where he's like, I think I can, I think I can. But we got to rephrase that. I know I can, I know I can, right? That has to be the mentality that we have when we set goals, when we go after things, when we are in adversity, when we are faced with obstacles and struggles. We need to be the warriors that we are, all right? We can do this. We are warriors. And she's talked so much about her community, her relationship with her husband, her friends, her family, and that support system. And I I 100% agree. Our community that we have, the people we have in our corner, that is so important. This has been a little bit of an eye-opening learning for me in the past year of who do I want to have in my corner? And are they the right people? Because sometimes I think we can get hung up on this idea of we need to be friends with everybody that we've been friends with since the first grade. And that might not always be the case. And it is okay if relationships start to fade. And it is okay if a relationship, a friendship ends, knowing that relationships, friendships are just like dating relationships. They can evolve with time. That's been a challenging and tough topic for me to really think about. But what I've realized is it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality of friendships. Are the people in your community that you're investing in, are they investing back in you? And really start to think about that. Make your community, make your circle of people strong. Have people in your corner that you know are going to have your back no matter what. But there's something to say with that, right? I think also part of having a really strong community is knowing that sometimes People might be really busy and they might not always be able to show up the way that you need. And that is okay too. I think it's recognizing when that happens and leaning on other people in your community. I, I, I think I struggled with that for a while because I so badly wanted, you know, people to reach out or people to show up and then you start to realize People have a lot going on in their lives. And so I think, you know, recognizing that sometimes people are going to be able to be there all the time and sometimes people are going to do their very best to show up. But as long as you feel like it's a mutual relationship, as long as you feel invested back into, loved by, lifted up, supported, that's what counts. Right, So sometimes you're going to see your friend all the time and you're going to talk every day and sometimes life's going to get a little bit crazy but it's 
checking in on them during that craziness, showing up for them when maybe they're not always able to show up for you and just know that it will come back to you when you need them most. It ties perfectly into the next part that we spoke about and that is showing up, right? Showing up for yourself, showing up for others because when we show up for ourselves and we show up for others, that's when we're going to be at our best. Showing up is sharing your story. It is being there for your community. It is kind of stepping out of that comfort zone and sharing what you're going through, sharing where you've been, giving insight, education, opening up. And it's it goes back to that story part of getting vulnerable and real. And that's not for everybody. But if you can just show up a little bit more, you're going to be able to help that many more people. You're going to be able to impact that many more people in your community, in your space that know you and you're going to really make an impact and a difference. And then I had Elena on and she talked about her personal story of growth in her life and what she's learned. You know, she did a lot of work to work through trauma and it wasn't easy for her to share and I commend her for coming on the podcast and sharing parts of her story that she'd never shared before. That goes right back into that showing up piece that Emily talked about. She discussed losing yourself and then finding your way back, right? She lost part of herself in a relationship and I think that's a really common thing. We start to <clears throat> we start to morph into our relationship sometimes and we think that's just what is supposed to happen but no that's not actually the case we need to be our individual selves we need to be who we are and if we don't know who we are we need to figure out who that is and then find our way back is what she said and I love that idea of find your way back to who you are we haven't talked a ton about this on the podcast and I'm gonna get Nikki Norenberg on but our inner child, finding your way back to yourself, who you've been since the beginning of time before the world got their hands on you. And then being the best version of you. And I, Elena's story about what that journey had been like of working through the trauma, going to therapy and Now she's a coach inspiring others to become their best selves. That is not an easy road. It is a challenging road. But when you reach that space of really feeling aligned with who you are, aligned with your values, mm, what a freeing space to be in. Like I said, it doesn't mean that it's all good and dandy once you get there. But when you do arrive to that best version of you, when you can show up in the morning and it just is like, hell yeah, I'm here and I'm here as me. The good, the <clears throat> the good, the bad, the ugly. Let's do this. All right. When you show up as that best version, there's no hiding. Instead, you just feel like you get to be yourself. And 
I know for me personally, that is something that I feel like in the last year I've been able to achieve. I like to show up on my Instagram stories dancing, lip syncing along to the tunes and have learned that that's just who I am and that's me at my best version when I can just have fun with not a care in the world, enjoying myself. And if that isn't something that others like to see, then they're not for me, right? Um, It goes back to this idea of if someone isn't aligned with what I'm doing, then they're not the people I need in my life anyway. It's all about living our lives the way that we feel called to live because when we step out and we live a life that feels aligned with who we are, oh my gosh, the way that it feels to be that best version of you because you're just yourself. You're not hiding any part. You're just living life and enjoying life. I'm getting fired up. Finding what fills your cup. Stakes work. Takes work. Sometimes we think we know what's bringing us joy, but it might be what actually friends or family are doing and we're just going along for the ride. I challenge you, take a little bit of inventory. You know, are you doing activities that fill up your cup? Are you going on walks? Are you cycling? Are you lifting weights? If you're cycling, does it actually fill up your cup? Are you lifting weights? Does it actually bring you joy? Find things that truly make you feel whole. That at the end of the day, you can be like, yeah, that was awesome. I got to have a phone call with a friend. I got to make a TikTok. I got to read a book. Whatever it is, I challenge you. Write down the things that fill up your cup and then see how can you make sure you're doing at least one of those every single day. Gosh, there were so many incredible women on the podcast this month. Then I got to chat with Marissa and wow, was her story incredible. We talked about cultural norms and this idea that we have to get married and have kids and that's just how it goes. And sometimes that is what people want. They want to get married and they want to have kids. And sometimes people just want to get married and they don't want to have kids. And sometimes people get married and they want to have kids and they're navigating infertility. But we as a culture don't think about that. And instead, we just right away ask, well, when are you going to have kids when someone's married? But we don't know what they're going through. And Marissa challenged us. She challenged us to take a pause think before we speak it might seem really small but just a simple question like that can really have an impact on that person and what she shared was she actually feels comfortable opening up about the infertility journey that her and her husband are on but she doesn't know if that person that asked that what might have seemed like an innocent question she doesn't know how they're going to respond if she goes down her story to them So she wants us to think a little bit more critically, be a little bit more intentional about the questions we're asking others and also remembering that this idea of marriage and kids isn't actually the idea and the hope for everyone here and that's okay. Everyone gets to create their own life the way that they want to live it. 
We talked about holding space for others. And I think that topic was probably one of my favorite things that we discussed because it is so important to just listen. Sometimes you just got to ask, how are you doing? And listen and hold space and really want to hear an answer. Get an answer other than, I'm good. You know, ask them. No, really, how are you doing? Or ask a different question to check in on your friends. Pick up the phone and call them. Do what you can to hold space for those around you. Because when you do, that shows true investment, true love and kindness. Creating connections. Paige Boner talked about what it means for her to create connections. And that was a big part of her launch for her podcast, It's Hard. She wanted to share stories so that she could connect with others, but also that her listeners could connect with her guests and really form a community of bringing people together in what they are going through. Her therapy story and navigating her traumas and talking about that with the therapist and her devotion to mental health and the the discussion around it and really pushing that stigma out of the way and instead making mental health a normalized topic. I could not agree more on this because therapy and mental health need to be discussed. They need to be talked about. They need to be normalized. As a society, our suicide rate is climbing. We need to be checking in on each other and we need to make sure if we know someone that needs help, that they're getting the help that they need and we're doing what we can to support one another. And Molly Burney came on. She's a clinical life coach. She got shared a lot of her expertise in, you know, therapy versus coaching and navigating career pivots and how all of those pivots got her to where she is today in the field that she believes she was always meant to be in. And we, we've talked about fear, but, you know, for Molly, she talked about working with the fear, discovering what that relationship is is working alongside of it to propel us forward. And then being kind to ourselves. Mm. Being kind to ourselves. What does this mean? I know personally I can get really hard on myself if I don't feel like I hit a goal within my job or if I don't feel like I was a good mom that day or a good wife Whatever it is, I can get hard on myself. But I'm trying to switch that. I'm trying to instead see the good that I did for the day. To recognize where I showed up, where I excelled, and just be kinder to myself. To be positive to myself. To know that not every day is going to be perfect. And then Liz Kruger with her pregnancy, motherhood, and beyond discussion that we had of, you know, knowing yourself, knowing 
who you are being vulnerable and what that meant. So Liz early on decided to share her pregnancy journey. She chose to open up about navigating that first trimester of sickness and how, you know, so many people told her she was going to be this fit pregnant woman, but for her, she was too sick. She didn't feel like herself and she wasn't able to have this active pregnancy that she envisioned, but also that others kind of put this pressure on for her. And I can relate to that so much. You know, my first pregnancy, I had a lot more energy. I had a lot more drive and motivation to stay active. And in this pregnancy, I don't have that. I, I want to go on walks and maybe once or twice a week I feel up for a strength training session. And what I want women and men to know is every pregnancy journey is unique. Every pregnancy journey is different from person to person. It's never going to be the same. It's never going to be the same within the same person. Mine's already very different than my first pregnancy. But I think what we need to be better about as a society is casting out this idea of what we think someone's going to go through or what we think someone is going through or even saying comments that we think aren't actually going to impact someone, but they are. And that ties into how Liz was talking about this idea of the bounce back culture. There's so much pressure for women to bounce back to their pre-baby bodies. But there's a huge shift and Liz talks about this of she's recognizing it's not, there's not this bounce back pressure. Instead, it's about letting our bodies heal physically and mentally. Bringing a baby earthside is a lot of work. It's challenging. It's it it's the hardest thing I've probably ever been through. And what Liz talks about is, you know, so many people bringing up this idea of getting your body back. But our bodies are never going to be the same. We've had a baby. Things are going to be different. I had a C-section. I'm going to have a C-section scar. It's it's not super noticeable, but it's there. And there's also parts of my body that are incredibly different now. A topic that isn't talked about a ton is sex after pregnancy and how that is different. And the pressure around getting back to sex after you have a baby. Well, first off, it's super fucking scary as a woman because your body just went through this like entire trauma, especially if you had a C-section, you had a major surgery You get cleared at six weeks by your doctor, but really that does not mean that a woman is ready. And so not only is there this bounce back physically for a woman, there's this pressure of the bounce back sexually that we're supposed to just be able to get back to life as it was pre-baby at six weeks. And that's not the case. And I want to challenge anybody listening, if you know somebody that's pregnant, instead of, you know, telling them, wow, you look great. Or believe it or not, people say, oh my gosh, you can't only be 20 weeks when someone's um, looking maybe that they're further along. Don't say that shit, okay? Instead, say, you look so strong right now. Or you know what? Don't even comment on how they look. Tell them, 
you know, you are so strong and powerful for housing this baby, for growing this baby. I mean, exactly as Emily said, women are warriors. It is a lot of work to grow a freaking baby. Acknowledge that. Lift them up. Don't comment about their physique. Same thing goes postpartum. Don't tell someone, oh my gosh, you look great. Are you back to your pre-baby weight? I'm telling you, for most women, that's not what their focus is. Their focus is on taking care of their baby and taking care of themselves and taking it day by day. All right, so just love up kindly. Lift each other up. Men and women, lift up the women that you know navigating pregnancy and motherhood and beyond. I think that's really, really important. And Liz did a great job about talking about that. And then self-talk. Self-talk. Liz was talking about how she navigated the idea of self-talk and, you know, it can be really hard to not get down on ourselves when it really feels like our body is not our own. And I think she has done an incredible job of doing this in a public space about how she thought things were going to go a different way and she's learning to shift that narrative to be positive, to be kind to herself. What I think is so cool is as I'm going through this, I'm recognizing all the ways that these incredible women's stories are intertwined, the nuggets that they provided and the insight, it all comes so beautifully together. Laura Meyer. This episode was really awesome. Laura came on and talked about her divorces that she navigated and the stigma around divorce. And what I think has been so cool is to see so many people reach out to her and the impact that her story made on them and that they've been where she was before. And it's definitely not talked about enough the stigma that goes with choosing to get a divorce, the pressure of people, you know, needing to know the details when it actually is none of their business. But what I thought was so cool about the topic um, and the discussion that Laura and I had was her recognizing within herself, she wanted to figure herself out. She wanted to figure out who she was and she wanted to spend time by herself to discover who she wanted to be. And we got into this discussion of, you know, figuring out who you are before you settle down. And I wholeheartedly believe in that. It goes back to the pressure of our culture and society and this idea that we need to get married and have kids. But I want to push back on that. And that's what Laura and I were talking about is push back on that. Don't give into that pressure. Instead, Let the norm and the cultural norm be to discover who you are and who you want to be. Figure yourself out. What lights up your soul? What brings you joy? Do you want to solo travel? Do you want to start your own business? Do you want to move across country? Do you want to live in another country? I don't know. And I'm not saying if you're in a relationship at a young age to not be in that relationship, but I'm saying before you settle down. I want you to really ask yourself, are you who you want to be? And if you're not, what things can you start to do 
to get yourself closer to that person, to get yourself closer to being that best version of yourself. And Cindy Lannon came on and she shared her story of hope, her story of loss, and her story of faith. And, you know, we don't talk about about faith a lot on the podcast, but what I really enjoyed was her her view on her faith and how it shows up in to her life. It's so clear that Cindy's faith is the rock, the support in her life, and it's what helps her to navigate every situation that comes up and comes into her life. And I I think one of the topics that we talked about that was so important was checking in on one another, making sure that we're being there, we're listening, we're helping others find the help they need if we know that they are struggling. She, she provides the this idea of the power of hope and how we all can be that power. We can give hope to others. And then we talked about the, the idea of being the bold one. And sometimes being the bold one is recognizing when someone needs that help and getting them that help. Sometimes being the bold one is speaking out against the stigma of mental health. Sometimes being the bold one is just going out and opening up about your belief and what you stand for. It can be scary to stand up for what you believe in, but when you do, I guarantee you it's going to feel fucking good when you stand up for yourself and your beliefs. And then our last women's rising episode was with Alexandria Weil. The hype woman's hype woman. And man, was she awesome to close out the month with. I loved how she kicked it off with her words that define who she is. Resilience. Going through and overcoming obstacles. Empowering women. Self-love. Self-celebration. Recognizing you're enough and never settling. This idea of overcoming obstacles. Right, I guarantee you there's been an obstacle that's come up in your life and you've had to overcome it. You've had to get through it and because it, you're stronger. You've learned new things. You've grown. Take a little bit of time right now. What obstacles have you overcome? What have you learned from what you went through? What have you learned now that you're on the other side? And then self-celebration. Ugh. How freaking cool is that? What's something that you've accomplished that you want to celebrate for yourself? Go out, treat yourself. You ever watch Parks and Rec? Have a little treat yourself day, okay? Think about Aziz and Donna. Go out. Maybe you're going to get that Batman costume like Ben Wyatt. Have a little treat yourself day. Celebrate yourself. Did you ace that test? Did you get a job promotion? Uh, did you buy a house? Did you get a dog? You know, what, what did you accomplish this week? Big, small, whatever it is, go treat yourself. All right. You deserve it. Putting yourself first. This ties back to those boundaries. You got to say no to others so you can say yes to yourself. And then we talked about the idea of never settling. 
This kind of ties back in with Laura's topic of figuring out who you are and who you want to be. And once you figure out who you are, you're going to recognize your worth. You're never going to settle. And that is part of this cultural pressure of feeling like we have to be 30 and we have to be married. And when you get to 30 and you're not married, it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? But it's okay to be 30 and not married. It's okay to be 30 and be married. You know, decide what you want for your life. But I want to talk about this idea of never settling. Don't give in to the societal pressures of feeling like you need someone to be whole because you don't. You are enough on your own. You don't need anybody else to fulfill you. And you will find your partner when you recognize your worth. And when you set out and you want to find someone, if that's what you want to do, and you do not need a partner either, you can be strong enough on your own. But when you go out and you want to find someone to do life with, make sure you're setting that bar high because you deserve it, right? You are freaking incredible. Whether you're a man or woman listening to this, never settle. Find someone that makes your day, that makes you feel loved, that brings joy, that makes you laugh. Yeah, it's going to be hard work. Relationships are hard. But when you find that person, it's going to feel right. It's going to still be challenging. But don't settle for less just because society tells you you need someone to feel whole. Right? You are enough just as you are. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That is my recap on the Women's Rising Month. I hope that you enjoyed this past month. I know that personally, I loved getting to bring so many incredible women onto the podcast. And I am so excited for what is in store with the Creating Ripples community. Starting next week, we will be back to one Ripple reading and one episode released every Tuesday I want to challenge you here. If you haven't left that review yet, head to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, share these episodes out with your friends. Let's continue to create ripples together. All right, you can check me out on Instagram at the Creating Ripples Pod. I hope to see you over there. And that's all I've got for you. Have a wonderful day. Until next episode, let's start creating ripples. Ripples.